Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this weekend interview. Tonight's program is episode 34 of our 11th season. So as usual, I want to say a very pleasant welcome to all of my regular listeners who make this weekend interview part of your weekly schedule. I really appreciate you spending an hour or so of your week with me every week. I know there's so much that competes for your time, so I, I don't take it for granted that you make the time to spend the hour with me. Uh, if tonight is the first time that you're listening to this weekend interview, welcome. And I, you know, the naked truth is that I hope that you have such a good time that you too will become a regular listener. We, we have a very um, exciting conversation with you tonight. It's a two for, it's a two for one. I have two dynamic ladies um, on with me tonight as my guests. Uh, I have um, Dr. Sylvia Shipman and Pastor Sarita Jones. And they are women leaders in the community. They're they just burning a trail through the community, inspiring folks with their, with their vigor and their energy and their faith. And, and, and all of what they have going for them, they've been able to, to really encapsulate their lives so that they can bring it to you and to help you. Those of you who are going through challenges, uh, we'll, we'll find inspiration and, and, and if you need redemption, there's a road to that. And those of you who are doing well, you will find even more inspiration to keep it going and to, and to go to higher heights. So because of all of what we have on tap tonight, I'm not going to take a whole lot of time doing the intro. Um, we usually do the Karakam Anthem, so let's do that. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by, as I said, um, Dr. Sylvia Shipman, and Pastor Sarita Jones, and um, I need your help. So put your put your put your comments, put your your questions, whatever in there, because you know um, I'm just me. I I have to deal with these two dynamics, tall white women, and so I continue to to participate and be part of the conversation. Let's do the caricamentum, and when we come back, uh, we will jump right in. Stay tuned. Okay. From many distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain. By test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us, the heroes of lands in the sun, we vow to join hands and to focus on building one Caribbean. Raise your voices high. Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel our hearts beat as one Celebrate in song As we rise to heights where we belong Sound of victory drum For Caracom The Queen 
So welcome back, welcome back, listeners. Um, I give you some can put the um, flyers back up, but um, before before we go back to the guests, I, I, there are two programs that are going on that I I wanted to bring to your attention. The first one is the effort by the Homeless Outreach Committee, and the Homeless Outreach Committee combines of TDN Media, um, Civic Vibes. Uh, there is. Uh, Echo 78, and, and a few, and, um, I think um, Julie um, Foundation out of Portsmouth. But basically, as you realize, we've done a few programs where we've fed homeless people on three or four occasions in the recent um, past. And, and every time we do it, the numbers of people who are in need who receive a meal, and not only the meal, they get some haircuts, they get grooming, they get care packages. Um, the number has grown. Now, because of all the challenges that we've had with COVID, we've not been able to do one for, for a little while. And so we pivoted to, to helping provide some housing, some, some assistance for housing. And so we started this program called Donate Apply. And the information is up there where you can contribute towards the program. Uh, we're looking to buy plywood and probably some roofing material and go around the communities and help folks who need some repairs with their homes and they may not have the means to do it themselves. And also recently you saw the video of the, um, the disabled man who was living underneath somebody else's house. So we have a grand target um, objective to actually build him a home. Um, there were some rumors that he had refused home from folks who had some, were trying to use it for political mileage or whatever. Um, but we've spoken to him and he, he's on board. And so you'll get more information as we go along. I just thought I would mention it. The phone numbers are up there. Um, or you can reach out to me. Whatever you contribute will go towards purchasing building materials um, for that project. The, the other effort that I want to bring to you is on the 26th of um, September. Uh, this weekend, actually, is World Rivers Day. And we know that Dominica is River Island. It's rumored that we have 365 rivers. I don't think that's still true, but certainly we have a couple hundred rivers still in Dominica. And um, there's need to bring awareness because we, we are not good stewards of, of the rivers and the resources. So we'll bring you more information, but there are some tree planting activities that is planned and scheduled for, for the upcoming um, World Rivers Day. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's jump right in. My, my, I have two um, brilliant guests with, on with me tonight, um, Sarita Jones and um, Sylvia Shipman. 
and they each have their individual um how you want to call it programs or we call it ministries because they they are both very strong women of faith actually um sarita is a pastor um pastor sarita jones and um but they, they collaborate as as all um good people do you find somebody else who's in synergy with what you do and you come together and you create what can be called uh, a master a, a master brain a master plan but two is, two is definitely better than one and so although they have their own individual um, ministries i'm going to get them to tell you about it um in a, in a little while they, they they come together and they're doing uh, a podcast on our sister station life 101 radio life 101 uh and they it, it's called a burning love podcast and and it's, I guess it's named after um pastor sarita's um program which is called a burning love outreach um doc dr um, shipman is um also uh uh, she's a development coach. She's a, an inspiring teacher and leader. I'm going to let the, the, the ladies introduce themselves. I'm going to start with Pastor Sarita. Um, it's it's a very, very much a delight to have you on this weekend interview. Very warm welcome to you. Uh, I want you to say goodnight to, to the audience and, and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for the invite to be a part of this week in interview. My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach, and I am the host of a Burning Love Moment podcast, which is broadcast on life101radio.net. And as well, I am a licensed minister in the U.S. and an inspirational speaker. I have traveled from a life of being addicted to crack cocaine, having multiple warrants issued for my arrest, and also living a double life known as Candy. And I am here to just let everyone know how I was able to overcome my addiction to crack cocaine, how I was able to not go to jail for having over um, 57 warrants issued outstanding warrants issued for my arrest and um my story is to inspire and encourage others who are traveling down the same road that i was on well, certainly and it's as i said it's, it's a real pleasure to have you on also with us tonight is um dr sylvia shipman uh welcome uh, and, and uh, introduce yourself to the audience thank you so much anthony what a pleasure um I am so blessed to be here. I am uh, Dr. Sylvia Shipman. I also am an apostle. Uh, my ministry is Jubilee Community Development Corporation, as well as Destiny uh, 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 Consultant. Uh, I am that I am seminar. Uh, Jubilee uh, Development Corporation is an umbrella of, of multiple services that I render as a president um, of the corporation. And we offer an array of services dealing with life, uh, life skills, uh, recovery support services, uh, ministry at large for weddings, you name it. Um, my calling uh, started many years ago and God has placed me on this platform to bless his people. Uh, my life could have gone in many directions. However, it's because of God Almighty that has kept me and, is, and performed his will in my life. I've always had a connection with God, even when I wasn't making the right choices. The moment I decided I wanted to get closer to God, my life began to change drastically and throttled into purpose. And that is what uh, our ministry is all about, uh, empowering people to fulfill their destiny and purpose that God has intended for them. Yes, there were many life lessons that I, that was taught, although God excelled me in all of them, uh, bringing me out of them, teachable moments, being led of God, didn't always seem normal to others. However, I stayed the course and I, I stayed the course with God and has taught me to live from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And that's just a stupid. <laughs> uh, no, certainly, certainly. But I, I want to stay with you for a minute. Um, explain, like tell the audience what, what exactly is the mission? What do, what do you see as your, as your personal mission? 
um, my, at the moment. Mm -hmm. Thank you. For, thank you for asking a great question. My, my mission is to ignite the power of God in individuals that they can learn who they are and the purpose and destiny that God has for them. God literally told me what he has placed in me, he want me to ignite in others. And that's the power of God that they may come to know him and understand their purpose and destiny and help them navigate through that, that they can walk in their fulfillment in which God has intended for them. So somebody hears that and they say, okay, so, so, cause you know, there's a lot of folks who <laughs> try to sometimes segregate religion and the spiritual life mm -hmm. from the everyday life. Um, how do you see your ministry impacting individuals on a, on a daily basis as they go through their lives? Yeah, th that's a good question because um, my audience uh, has been from atheists to believers, you name it, but God has a way to draw his people. And I only had one occasion that an individual literally walked out of the session uh, that I was performing, which was a group session of um, uh, substance abuse. However, uh, God, God has a way to instruct us, and he's the one that's drawing the souls. And when he's drawing the souls, they're open for change. So many people are open for change and wanting help. They just don't know where the help is going to come from. So when God has anointed you to do a work, uh, it's just so easy to implement it. And, the, and God has prepared the hearts to receive. So that has, it has been an easy platform for me, an easy calling for me. Uh, however, um, I don't look at the fact that, okay, do I have believers or unbelievers or those that want what I have or don't want what I have? I'm just on a mandate to fulfill what God has uh, ordained for me to do. And it has become easy and successful. So in that, I'm grateful for what God is doing because really it's not Sylvia, it's God Almighty that's doing all of it, uh, Anthony. So great question. I hope I answer it. I hope I <laughs> no, certainly, certainly, definitely. So, yeah. uh, uh, Pastor um, Sarita, I'm going to call you Sarita. I'm going to call you Sylvia going forward. Hope you don't mind. Um, certainly, um, I, I'm hearing the passion in um, in Sylvia's um, voice <laughs> and her responses. Um, you, you're a pastor. Do you have? Are you are you a shepherd in the actual church or, or ministry? Yes, I, I tell you, I am a U.S. citizen. I mm -hmm. reside in Canada. I am a licensed minister in mm -hmm. the state of Connecticut. And right. I am a part of a ministry here in Canada, which is where the title pastor comes in. And I am a part of the pastoral um, team there at my church here in Canada. But I'm also an associate minister um, in the state of Connecticut as well. Awesome. So when you talk to your, your audience, whether it's in your congregation or wider audience like we're doing tonight, um, if what 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 is the what is the crux of the message that, that you try to convey to as you try to reach to people on a one on one, let's say. So do you mean as a part of the church or a part in, of yeah, as part of the church or or when you when you're out doing your, your other work I'm evangelizing and, and, and spreading your spreading your message well apart with my church here in canada mm -hmm. we have a lead pastor and um his wife they're both lead pastors mm -hmm. i am not a lead pastor i am just a part of the pastoral team right I up the um prayer ministry mm -hmm. at that church and i am known as an elder in that church um a part of um, burning love outreach what i do is i inspire individuals at our church we have themes like right now we are preaching on the book of revelation so i will be ministering on chapter three of revelations in a couple of weeks but then my burning love outreach ministry that is where i go out in the community along with my church as a matter of fact they they partner with me and we go out and we help the homeless and those who are marginalized in our community. And it's all led by Holy Spirit, because like you said, some people are believers, some people aren't believers, and most people just wanna be heard and also wanna be loved. And all of us, we were created out of love. And when someone tells me, oh, I don't care if you love me or not, I don't listen to that because we were created out of love. So we all desire to be loved. And that is what we do. We go out into the community as 
Burning Love Outreach, and we help the marginalized. We, we distribute basic need necessities to them, like toothpaste, toothbrush, deodorants, things like that, that you need to survive. But we're also being Jesus's hands and feet. We are also encouraging them. We're showing them love. We're listening to them. And we continue to go. We don't just go once. We go Right now, we're doing it once a month so that we can establish relationships with them. And once you establish a relationship with someone, they begin to trust you. And when they trust you, they will hear you and they will hear the word of God. Certainly. So in your intro, you mentioned that um, <laughs> some, uh, I don't want to say sensational, but definitely um, adventurous. Mm. Um, activities um, you, you, that seem to have brought you into um, conflict with the law and, and, and some of the other things. So let's spend some time and, and talk to your, talk, tell us about your story as, as much as you're willing to tell us about your journey from, from, from back there on to here where you, where you find yourself now evangelizing and inspiring folks. Well, early, early on, uh, when I was a teenager, I used to always um, smoke marijuana. And um, I became married at a very young age. And my husband and I, my first husband and I, we were both addicted to crack cocaine. And that led to years of use. And um, we, we became clean. We were clean for like seven years. And then we started using again. And once we started using crack cocaine again, we just, that leads to uh, you doing things that are unlawful because crack cocaine is such an addicting drug. It makes you do things um, that you wouldn't normally do and you would do anything to get that drug. So I had years of being addicted to crack cocaine and I found myself in a place where I became tired and sick and tired of using this drug, sick and tired of my life not progressing. And Anthony, actually, I started calling out to God for help because I had children. I couldn't see myself checking into a treatment center and leaving my children for any period of time. And um, I just started calling out to God. And I want you to know that the Lord put someone in my life, a young man in my life who invited me to church. And I went to that church and long story short, I ended up giving my life to the Lord at this church, having a personal encounter with him. And that is when my life changed. And that actually happened August 8, 2011. So it has been 10 years that I have been um, clean and set free and delivered from the use of crack cocaine. So there's a few things I want to I want to flesh out a little bit, if, if, if you'll allow me. Um, you said that you started off using marijuana, smoking marijuana. Yes. And that seemed to be so common and so acceptable. As a matter of fact, it's being legalized. Yes. Uh, uh, and then that transitioned into, into crack cocaine. Yes. Can you talk about a little bit about that period? Because uh, there are so many young people, and even, not, even if they're not actual young people, there are folks who have young people in their lives. Mm -hmm. who, who smoke marijuana and you try to talk to them and they're like, marijuana is harmless. Marijuana is not even as dangerous as alcohol or cigarettes or so on. And we seem to be developing that comfort level with the mm -hmm. drug alcohol. So, so talk to me a little bit about that, that aspect of, of young people getting caught up in that culture of weed and, and definitely making it easier maybe to, to go down a, a more nefarious path. Yes. I think is it's a very serious conversation to have with young people because marijuana seems to be like the gateway drug into the next thing. When you have the um, attitude of saying yes to things that are mind altering, it is much easier for you to, to continue to say yes. Not saying that this happens to everyone. And it also depends on your um, personality. Some people have an addictive personality and should not even experience, um, I mean, experiment with any type of mind-altering substance because of their addictive behavior. And, and um, that is exactly what happened to me. I have an addictive, I had an addictive behavior. 
And that is what led to the use of crack cocaine. Also, my spouse at that time um, was addicted and I could not understand what was making him spend all his money and not get paid on Friday and Friday night. You have absolutely not one dime, you know, to show. And I could not understand that. So me, in my arrogance, um, told him to bring some home because I didn't think that I would become addicted and I became addicted. Wow. So again, uh, uh, um, Dr. Shipman, just bear with me. I want to stay on this story, Sarita, for, for, for a minute. Um, you were married. Yes. You have kids. Yes. A part, uh, I mean, maybe openly it looks like you have a pretty normal life. Mm -hmm. um, there may be a lot of single people out there who would envy your life. Um, but yet there was this dark side of, yes. of drug use and, and drug abuse. Um, how, how common do you think that is? I think it's very common, um, Anthony. And I was what you would call a functional user. And unless you know the traits and things to look out for, um, if you were someone on the outside who never experienced, had an experience with a person who is addicted to drugs, you wouldn't know what to look for in their attitude and their behavior. And I was still going to work. I was still on the outside. People that knew me, if you probably told them that I was addicted to crack cocaine, they probably would have told you, no, she wasn't. But um, it was, I was a functional person. And a lot of people are in that same situation. Now, now I have a spirit of discernment. I can pick it up. I can sense it. I know it. I know the attitude and I know the traits, but I think it's, it's very common. A lot of people just really and truly sink to the bottom. They get to their lowest of the low, but there are some who can still function, who can still do the things, but they will become withdrawn and have um, signs of being addicted to a substance abuse. Okay, so so one of the one of the members in the audience is asking about how you recognize some of the signs. I know there may be several signs, mm -hmm. um, but what are some of the common things that would probably um, clue um, people into that? Some of the common things is a loss of weight, um, a change of attitude, being very agitated, no patience at all. Um, you will stop doing some of the things that you enjoy doing. One of the things I really used to enjoy doing was bowling. I, I never would bowl. Um, I used to like to skate also, just go to the skating ring and skate. But it's whatever things that you enjoy doing, you will find yourself tapering off and not doing those, being in seclusion, not doing family, attending family events, always um, missing work. You would miss a lot of work, different excuses, or late for work. Um, so those are just a few of the signs that something is going on in somebody's life that is not right. Well, a powerful story. So we are at the bottom of the hour. Take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from Dr. Shipman. Sylvia, you're going to tell us a little bit more about your experiences um, as you go through your ministry, your coaching, your consulting. Presented by Hi, have you always wanted to learn how to paint but felt that you didn't have the talent to try? Well, pick up that paintbrush and join me, Nicole Georges Bennett, for Art and the Word on TDNTV.net, Wednesdays at 10.30 a.m. with repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Join me for an exploration through art appreciation and biblical inspiration on Art and the Word, TDNTV.net. Wednesdays at 10.30 with repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Let's paint. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K. and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop 
on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Dirty hands are everywhere. They touch everything. Light switches, telephones, doorknobs, desks, remote controls, computer keyboards, and countertops. Protect yourself and your loved ones by cleaning all surfaces regularly with alcohol, minimum 70%, with bleach, or with an effective cleaning product such as Lysol. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health. Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. Dirty hands are everywhere. They touch everything. Light switches. All right, so welcome back, uh, listeners. Welcome back. Thanks for staying through the break. If you joined us before we started, um, my guest tonight on this week in interview is Pastor Sarita Jones and Dr. Sylvia Shipman. Uh, they both have their individual ministries where they work with individuals and help to inspire them uh, to to do the things that they that they are required to to keep going in life. And and we just heard a very touching, a very inspiring story from from Pastor Sarita. Uh, I want to switch to to Sylvia. Dr. Shipman, you you have your your ministries, um, you have your consulting, you have you say it's all on the Jubilee community development. As you go through and you you're counseling and and working with individuals in the community, uh, to sort of pick up from where um, Sarita left off, do you find that there are a lot of folks who? Um, to put it in colloquial terms, their head is not quite right. So, so that's what you have to work with with them first before you can kind of get them on the way. Do you how, how common is that? That's very common. Uh, that's one of the my my slogan is change the way you think, change the way you live. Right. And because of the pandemic, you know, the horizon on addiction have spiked up, as you know, many know. Uh, however, um, once you get into showing individual how to change their thinking, their lifestyle also will change as well. So I always start with the mind. That's just one of the techniques that the Lord showed me and it works. Um, once that mindset has shifted, then they begin to see things different, see themselves different and ready to put the work in. What are some of the, what are some of the fundamental um, aspects that you look for or you would or, or habits or, or behavior that you would try to to get the people that you counsel or you work with um, into that shift? What, what are some of the more, I know it, it's deeper than we just have a few minutes, but what are some of the one or two or the three fundamental um, aspects in that regard? Well, well, you know, in my, in my section, in my sessions, it's very hyped, you know, oh. and because it's so hyped, um, I always start off with affirmations. That's a great uh, component that I use to get people to speak out and speak great things about themselves. Another thing is I, I go around the individual. If I'm doing a group, I say, tell me something wonderful and amazing about yourself. 
And it's so hard for them, but they can tell you everything that's horribly has happened in their life and led them to the addiction. But thinking about something great, they find it very hard. So these are the things that I built upon to let them know, hey, you are so wonderful. You're amazing. And you can't tell me one amazing thing about you, but you can tell me every horrible thing about you, but not something great. So, you know, a lot of times you see the individual that comes in, they either want and ready for uh, their recovery or they just go on because they're just going through the, the motion. You can you can sense it, like Sarita said, you can discern if this individual is serious or not. However, they're there. So now you want to shift them if they're open so that they can get serious. Those that are, then we're going to work. And the work began, but it always began in the mind, shifting them so that they can see greatness in themselves, believing in themselves so that they can shift and begin to do the work. And of course, all of my work that I do is inspiring. It's uh, word based, you know, spirit led, you know, God gives me the the uh, regiment for the individual. He give me the regiment for the groups that I have. So, you know, I just have to have to wait on him and discern the individual and then build upon that. But first and foremost, an individual cannot come into recovery until they say they are in recovery. I can see and tell them, hey, you need to go in recovery. We see the problem, we see the acts and all of that. However, that individual must say, I have a problem. I can't say it, but they must say it, that they have a problem. So when they come, they must, you know, state, hey, this is a problem. You know, I'm not here because my relative made me come. <laughs> they, they have to say, hey, I'm here because I need help. This has become a problem. And then we can do the work. Yes, sir. So I like what you said, and, and I would challenge the audience. You know, we, we can list 10 great things about our kids. We can list 100 things about our spouses. We can list so many things about our co-workers, our best friend. She's kind. She, and then we say, so tell me something great or good about yourself. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know if it's because we grew up in a culture where to talk great things about ourselves make is class like we're not humble or we're arrogant or we're proud um but but certainly um folks can list a whole lot of things that are wrong about them i'm lazy i'm tired i'm always late i'm this and that and, and it, it comes off easy and you say tell me one great thing about yourself and you get stumped so so is it that the the, the first step is to is, well, I heard you talk about getting people to admit that they have an issue and, and agreeing that they're ready for change. But the first step in the change is to start to think about themselves as, as, as being um, different uh, uh, and not just a loser, but there are some things to be grateful for about themselves. How important is that positive mindset as, oh. as a stage for that? Oh, it's on the high. It's everything. Um, you know, in my training and as my when I say training, I'm really speaking on how God has instructed me to do it. And that's where he has shown me to start. And that is that mindset. It is so important because these individuals have gone through so much. Some of them are coming out of prison. Some of them are homeless. Um, some are business people. I, I had attorneys that went strictly homeless and refused to come out and wanted that addiction so bad. So you see a vast number of people, but once you began to uh, show them the avenue that they can come out of this um, and build upon that by shaping their thinking, changing their, their speech, changing their thoughts and get them to believe in themselves. You know, once they began to believe in themselves, that's why they can't say anything positive or great about themselves because they have beat themselves down. So then when I recognize that, I let them, you know, do an affirmation, I forgive myself. Just simple words. I forgive myself, I forgive myself. because they beat themselves up. Absolutely. So, yes, uh, a lot of times they cannot do it because they are still living in their past, their disappointment, their failures and so forth and so on. Tell folks where they can find you, find your ministry, find your work, get in touch with you. Yes, I'm definitely on all the social media, Dr. Sylvia Shipman. You can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Jubilee, CDC, uh, Destiny, 
Life Coaching, you will see that. Destiny Consulting, you will see me there. Uh, website will be drsylviashipman.com. And of course, you can always hit me up, DM, easy to find me. <laughs> oh, so and, and I, before I go back to um, Sarita, just give a, a quick little description of, of what you do, what, what type of work you do, who you generally work with, how you go about um, find people find you or you find them to work with them. Okay. Oh, yes, that's great because this pandemic is what got me, that has me here on social media. This is not the platform that I desire, but God has blessed me to be here. Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, the facilities where he had me to bless his people, that is my assignment. He said, I place you here on this platform to bless my people. It means a recovery. Um, so in, in that has brought me to this place of social media because even where I am, things are still shut down. I cannot go into the facilities where I had majority of my clients. And now, because I've never been on social media, none of my clients can find me unless they start Googling me now. However, uh, this platform is where I do my work now. So uh, I am uh, doing Zoom meetings one-on-one -on -one sessions, whether it's over the phone, Zoom meetings. Uh, I am out on social media doing IGTVs, inspiring individuals in means of uh, recovery, support services, life uh, challenges, what have you. Uh, this has been my workplace is on social media. So I am doing uh, IGTVs Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I'm posting, making appointments, and being available for those who are ready to transition in their recovery or any part. I always say recovery is it has many faces, just not drugs and alcohol, even though that's what burning love, a burning love moment is all about. However, you may have other issues, gamblerholic, sexaholic, so forth and so on. And I tell everyone, when you are in recovery, you have to bring all these habits that you had during that addiction, such as that gave you the means to uh, uh, keep that addiction up to par, you bring all those uh, habits in as well. So, and everyone know what that may be. So you have to bring everything into recovery. So that may be, you know, hey, one hang up may be yours and another someone else. However, uh, I am a life coach and a recovery coach bringing the inspiration in which God to bring healing and deliverance to those souls. So you can awesome. find me on social network. All right, so, so just Google Dr. Sylvia Shipman and you will Correct. find her and uh, she, she, will, she will help you out. So, um, Sarita, same thing. Um, let's tell folks how they can find you, find your work, reach out to you, seek help from you, seek to assist you in your ministry. Just tell, tell folks about your um, it's Burning Love Outreach is, is, is your program. Your mic's muted. Okay, here we go. Burning Love Outreach is the um, ministry that God inspired and he directed me to start this ministry. I was found myself asking God, you know, what is that I am supposed to be doing for you? What is my purpose? And after almost two years later, the Lord revealed that it is time for you to go and tell your story. So that is what we do at Burning Love Outreach. I go out to treatment centers, to um, rehab centers and different um, homes and I tell my story to individuals who are struggling with drug addiction and drug abuse. Also, um, you can find me. My website is burningloveoutreach.org. You can also find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And you can go to our um, webpage there. There's a place where you can leave your testimonies. You can request prayer. People get in touch with me through my social media page. Uh, we are very um, active there. And um, we also, like I said, we do community outreach downtown. And um, so that's where people can find us. And if you'd like to support us, you can do that also on our webpage at burningloveoutreach.org. That's right. And, and then both of you guys came together and created this podcast. A yes. burning love moment, uh, and that is host. And you, and out of that, you you have a podcast that's hosted on Life One Hundred One Radio dot net. 
I, I want you to tell the listeners a, a bit about that collaboration. What we do on, on a Burning Love Moment is we discuss numerous topics um, associated with drug abuse and addiction, as well as helping individuals deal with some of the difficulties of life associated with that. Um, we are here for the active user. We're here for family and friends. And we have something on our podcast for everyone. We will also have guests on sharing their stories because we believe that we speak out loud so others don't have to suffer in silence. And I think a lot of times when individuals are suffering with drug abuse and addiction, they're living a life of shame, they're embarrassed, they have low self-esteem, and we are here to encourage them to find their greatness and to become empowered again and take back their life and live the abundant life that Jesus has called them to be able to live. And we also encourage them to remember that they are sons and daughters of a king. They're from a royal priesthood and that this life that they're in now, the situation that they're in now does not have to dictate their future, that there is hope and their life can change around because the shoes that they were in, I have walked in those shoes and Dr. Shipman, she is um, equipped and she has been educated enough to help them also to overcome and become empowered again. Dr. Shippen, when is when is that podcast aired on, on Life 101 Radio? Um oh, on Life 101, uh Sarita is on on we're 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 live uh twice a month. Okay. Uh, Sarita can give more details of that okay. when we actually air, but I believe it's on if the Mondays at eleven o'clock AM. Sarita, correct me if I'm wrong or not. Jumping Sarita, no problem. Yes, yes it is. She's okay. Mondays on at eleven AM. Unlike 101 Radio. Very good. All right. And I'm sure the, the recordings are there and so on. Um, Dr. Shipman, I, I, I hear you say that COVID um, gave you a challenge because you were, yeah. you were comfortable going to different facilities, doing in-person training, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into this new mode where you have to do it online. Um, so it means that now you can reach me in Brooklyn, where normally you would not be able to reach. Maybe uh, it's easier to now reach someone in Canada, reach some of our audiences in the Caribbean. Um, do you, do you, in, in your experience, do you see that that uh, sometimes when you're on a mission, circumstances change so that your either your message can change or the people that you reach um changes and so on do you see that 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 is probably something that that is designed to happen that way how, how, how do you feel like that absolutely um i do I, you know i always say this things all things happen for a reason mm -hmm. I, I have a tendency to look at things on a positive uh span and i've been criticized about it but it's just part of my nature so this has the pandemic has definitely uh expanded my surroundings. It has expanded uh, my territory region. Of course, uh, I'm on social network now, which I wasn't before. And now uh, God, and that's all God, you know, God did this because I promise you, it was not my choice, but it, it's like I was thrust here, you know, and I'm glad about it. But yes, my assignments change. So does situations, circumstances change, but I always look at those things. It's for the good. It's for greatness. I just see good whenever God is shifting me to an assignment, shifting me to another uh, territory region or whatever it may be. I know I'm walking in his divine plan. And so I, I'm, I'm free to relax and be at peace about it. And now, OK, it's not me that's doing the work anyway. It's God Almighty. So I literally live that way. So yes, things are changing. And so we have to change with it as I am. Hate to keep saying it. I'm on social network and I did not want to be there. So hey, this is a big change for me. However, I'm enjoying it. You know, I I, I, I just find joy in doing it. I find joy doing it. But uh, I did not come easily. It was not an easy transition for me, but I was like thrust into it. Like, hey, this is what you got to do now because everything else is shut down. So it's been a blessing, but yes, things will change. And, um, but people are the same. It doesn't matter where you are. 
people going through the same thing, same situation, same problems. And so whatever you God has given out to his masses of people is for everyone, no matter where you are. And that's what I'm finding so uh, fascinating with God. Not that I did not know it, but now you see it on a broader scale that now, hey, all faces, no matter what creed or ethnicity you may be, all everyone is going through the same thing, different, but yet problems, okay? And God is the, the problem solver. So we're here to be an instrument to read and I that he will be glorified as we continue the work that he's called us to. And also the, the aspect of it is I know we've, we, we've sort of focused on folks who may be going through maybe challenges or, or, or darker moments in their lives. But in your ministry, do you also have room for folks who may be what I call treading water? That things are not bad, but they're not great, and maybe they need to kick into a different gear. Do you do you see that as well as part of, of the people that you counsel? Absolutely. Um, and that's that would be the perfect time when you know you're getting ready to go down that road, which is the wrong path. Let's get you get your help. Come get help, support groups, you know, counseling, uh, whatever your support uh, mechanism that you have put in place run to it because you know the enemy is coming to destroy to destroy people at large families you name it so it is very critical that we that are here that are to assist those that are transitioning to live a healthy lifestyle to be ready on guard to help assist but however those that are struggling yes we do have that sarita has uh people that come to her needing support as well as i do before they get and transfer back into that path that leads to destruction in their addiction or whatever their stronghold may be. But the point is, is that recognize when you, when that individual, that individual must recognize that, hey, I'm having these thoughts. I feel as though I want to go back to the place I have come from. I must go get some help. And nine out of 10, that usually may happen may not happen because majority of my clients they they did relapse a vast number of my clients but they did not stay out there long and so i always celebrate no matter how long they were out there they made a decision to come and get some help so that's why i i encourage uh, my clients i do not beat them up but i encourage them hey i'm glad you're here i'm glad you made an intelligent decision that hey i'm tired i only been out here a day i only been out here a month but I'm ready to stop. I do not want to be out here any longer. And so that's where we come in and assist those individuals. But yes, you have all individuals that come in on different facets of their journey in life. And it may not be addiction. Like I said, it could be something else. But long as they know, hey, I have a problem and I want some help. Well, we're here to help. And that's what it's all about, as Sarita stated. Yes, sir. So Sarita, um, I think your story is, is really um, unique in that it's different in a sense mm -hmm. by, by that i mean that most times you see a setting where folks are counseling um maybe they they, they identify the folks who are homeless folks who are they lost their homes they lost everything they, they're living under a bridge and they but but you are representing that that average person who is and sometimes that is that is even the more difficult demon to deal with mm -hmm. because it hasn't gotten everything hasn't fallen apart as yet and and not only that they look at you and 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 you uh you re well represent yourself you you, you know you you are you're a leader and and so you're an inspiration so i i want you to to speak directly to to the mother out there the wife out there that may be listening Mm -hmm. who, who is just going through a really rough time at the moment. Maybe they've started doing maybe behaviors that they're not proud of. And once you start doing that, then the shame builds in and, and it spirals out of control. So I want you to take a, a couple of minutes and just speak directly to them. Give them some, give them a message. You know? Yes. Well, I, I want those individuals to know that there's always hope. Don't give up on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. I would like to encourage them to not look in the past, but try to take a look into the future. Try, as Sylvia, as Dr. Shipman said, we have to think on a positive spectrum, on a positive realm. 
And God wants all of us to be prosperous. He wants us to live an abundant life. And that person, whoever you are out there, if you feel like you're beating yourself up, God loves you. I love you. I don't even have to know you, but I love you. I love all human beings. And we have to learn to love ourselves. We have to start with a different mindset. And we are here. If you don't know where to start, reach out to Burning Love Outreach so that we can help you to get on the right track. Reach out to Dr. Sylvia Shipman so that you can get the support that you need. There are people here who love you and who care for you and want you to live a better life. This does not have to be your future where you are right now. And we want to give you the encouragement that you need. So please reach out to us so that we can help you. The other aspect I want to I wanted to, to talk about briefly before before we have to end. Um, you were married, mm -hmm. and and both you and and your husband was in that in that situation. Yes. So again, the, the person who is in that toxic relationship that's taking them down a path and or maybe keeping them in an in, in, in a situation where they do not want to be mm -hmm. how do you how do you how do you use your experience to talk to somebody who's in that sort of find themselves in that situation they have to come to the realization that there is a problem and that you need help you cannot stay in that situation and not seek help and think that it's going to change it is not going to change on its own. It's very difficult for someone who is dealing with drug abuse and addiction to overcome by themselves. I was set free and delivered just by an encounter with God. I didn't go to a treatment center. Now, I have nothing against treatment centers because a lot of people need them. You need to go there and get support. But don't try to do this alone. Reach out to someone there is help out there. There's many organizations, many um, services available to those who are addicted to drugs. So my cry and my plea to you is don't try to do it alone. Please reach out for help. What about this person who is like you were doing it with your husband and you had your family? Yes. And so that involves breaking up your yes. home or leaving somebody that's that you have that 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 connection to. Yes. How do you speak to somebody who's not certain? Sometimes you have to do what is best for your family. And I tell you, it's not what's best if either parent is addicted to drugs. And if both parents are addicted to drugs, there must be a split. Just even when you're in rehab, you learn that you have to change your surroundings. You have to change the people that you associate with. You have to associate with non-users. You need to go to groups and, and be a part of sessions, have a counselor, and you need all of this. And if you're in a marriage, in a relationship, and you choose to stay in that, you're not helping. So there may be a point where you have to separate for a while. You may come back together again when you both have rehab and and pulled your lives together and got back on the right track. But while you're still an active user, you will have to make changes in your life. Thank you for that. Dr. Schickman, uh, as we as we come to the close, um, I, I can just imagine it's very taxing and very draining on, on somebody who has to take all of that burden that, that, that is brought to you. And, and, and to be able to stay strong for that person and for the next person. Mm -hmm. There are a number of, of us who are also in caregiver roles and, and support roles, and various. How do you nourish? How do you nourish yourself? How do you stay positive? How do you keep up your spirits? How do you stay on message? Simple. I stay in the face of God. <laughs> Literally, I, I do have a strong prayer life and... Um, that has helped me tremendously. I know all of my strength does come from the Lord, you know, and I'm serious about that uh, outside of my joking and smiling. But yes, uh, my strength is in the Lord. And when when I am in uh, ministry, you know, my recovery, my services that I do, whatever it may be, whether it's recovering, standing before people, ministering the word of God, whatever, 
Uh, when I'm finished, I get I give it back to the Lord. I I literally give everything to the Lord. It's not like I'm taking on a burden. I am literally working with that individual or whomever so that they at that point can release it to the Lord. Uh, yes, you, you do oftentimes be a listening ear, of course, nine out of 10. However, even when they're talking, I'm praying. Even when they're, you know, dumping on you, I'm praying and asking the Holy Spirit to give me some some um, some re uh, resources, some some insight in which I need to deposit into that individual so that they will not um, stay in the position in which they came, but they will leave out even greater. Because, you know, oftentimes you may not see that client again. You may not see the people that the Lord uh, set before you again. So you want to be able to be able to listen impart and give some manifestation of God's glory to those individuals that the anointing of God will destroy the yokes on those individuals. So my strength is literally in God Almighty. And that's the only way that I'm able to do what he called me to do. So my strength is in him. Yes. All right. And, and unfortunately, the hour flew by. We are at the end of our, of our hour. We will indulge a little bit. And I'll ask you to just give final comments. There may be something that I, I didn't ask or you didn't get to mention or, or whatever. Just take the next couple of minutes and, and just have some closing remarks. Dr. Shipley. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, what I would love for individuals to know that God, as Sarita said, God loves you and he wants to heal and deliver and set you free from every stronghold. So oftentimes we run from the one that has all the answer. But I am releasing a word hopefully in your spirit that you will run to the one that created you know everything about you so that he can heal and deliver and set you free from whatever the stronghold of addiction drugs alcohol whatever it may be sexual immorality alcoholism whatever uh, that you will be set free from any stronghold that have bound you and brought a snare in your life he is the one that can set you free so I always say, change the way you live, change the way you think. Certainly you will change the way you live. This is a burning, burning love moment. Thank you for having us. Andrew. Change the way you live, you think, and that will change the way you live. Change the way you think, and that will change the way you live. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Pastor <laughs> Sarita, you, your closing, your closing moments. Yes, we just like for the audience to know and anyone out there who is struggling and being tormented by the darkness and despair of life, that you can have light, hope, and positivity through a relationship with God. Once you seek a relationship with God, he will see you through these difficult times. And the thing that we always say, one of our tags is don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up continue to press on, continue to believe in yourself again. And that is what we're here to help you do, to get on that road to believing in yourself. Awesome. So audience, there you had it. I, I, I told you it was going to be a magnificent conversation. Um, I, challenge, I challenge everyone to take a piece of paper and write five great positive things about yourself. Not about your kids, not about your husband or wife, not about just about yourself. Sit down and write five great positive things about yourself. That that, that is our homework for, for tonight and, and that will get you on the way to changing the way you think and it will change your life. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give up, right? <laughs> All right. So I want I want to I want to say thank you so much, um, ladies. I really enjoyed the conversation. The hour flew back by. Um, both of you ladies are very very inspiring. Um, I I look forward to getting more familiar, even more familiar with your with your conversation. Um, you can you can find Dr. Shipman and Pastor um, Sarita on Life101Radio.org. Um, on Mondays, life101radio.net, on Mondays at 11 a.m., they have Burning Love Moment podcast. Burning Love Moment podcast. But in the meantime, you can Google them, see all the great work that they do, become familiar with the ministries, reach out to them, give them a word of encouragement, seek assistance if you need um, assistance. Um, 
support them, support them. They, they're definitely doing good work and reaching a lot of, of great folks. So ladies, I want to say thank you very much for, for, for your time tonight. Um, very, very inspiring. I, I appreciate I appreciate the all. And we want to say thank you also to you for having Absolutely. us on. And I pray that someone has been blessed by what they have heard tonight. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank right. you, Ms. Anthony. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Yes, listeners, before I go, I have to remind you that Redemption Road Season 4 premieres October 10th at 7.30 on life101radio.net and tdnradio.net, Radio Gayak in Guadeloupe. So I know you've been waiting with bated breath. Season 4, October 10th, 7.30 p.m., life101radio.net, tdnradio.net, Radio Gayak in Guadeloupe. You don't want to miss this season premiere of that. Uh, there are some surprises. And of course, you know that we lost, um, we lost one, one of the main actors um, in the off-season. But luckily, he, has, he had already recorded his part, his part in, 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 in season four. So, so you're going to get to hear him, um, even though he's not with us physically anymore. Uh, so you don't want to miss season four. Um, I want to say good night to you, my audience. You've been great. Thanks for all the great comments and, and, and questions. Um, continue to stay safe. Have a great, a great weekend. And all the best to um, Pastor Sarita and Dr. Shipman, Sylvia Shipman. Good night, everyone.